Hello, this is Jenna, and welcome to the Elevate Yourself podcast, where we can talk about beauty and self-care without judgment. Build good habits. Make sure that you are nurturing these relationships that you're building. When you have a client come in, make sure you have an incentive for them to rebook that appointment, especially in the beginning when you're not busy. Clients aren't incentivized by your busy schedule to rebook. They just see a bunch of empty spots. So there's no incentive for them to go in and pre-book for months in advance when they know they can just slide in there last minute. So having a pre-booking special is a really great idea or something similar to that to encourage them to pre-book their appointment before they leave the salon or before a certain time online um, so that you know what your schedule is gonna be coming up, but also so you don't have a bunch of people trying to book into your schedule last minute. It also doesn't look that great to have like a super empty schedule, even if you do have a couple of clients, right? You wanna make sure that people know that you are a little bit booked and you are getting busier. So give them the incentive to pre-book their appointments and they will. And then eventually when you get busy enough, you don't need to have that promotion anymore. People will pre-book on their own accord because they don't want to miss out. So that's where you want to be. But until you're there, you might need to put an incentive in place to get yourself to that point. When you try to make everyone happy, you end up making no one happy. And that's the truth about a studio that has no policies. You're going to end up getting burned out. Clients are not going to have a consistent experience. So those are both things that you don't want to happen. What does happen when you implement policies and you're true to yourself and you communicate well with your clients is you are going to attract the right clients, your ideal clients. So you're going to continue to love your job and you're not going to burn out. You can continue to be there for a long period of time because you are not helping anyone if you're not going to be in the industry anymore. And honestly, if you don't create those boundaries and those policies, then you're going to burn out way faster and you may not feel like this is the right space for you. But in reality, it's just you need to enforce your policies and boundaries a little bit more to make sure that you don't get in that situation again. Don't be afraid to let clients that don't want to comply with your policies go to another studio. They may be better suited for somewhere else. Everyone has different ideas of what is going to be an ideal workplace and that's totally okay. And so I even encourage clients sometimes to go somewhere else that they might be better suited to if that's really important to them or if it makes them feel more comfortable. And it's not like a backhanded uh, comment at all. I genuinely would like them to be in a situation where they're going to be most happy. And if it's not in my studio, then I completely understand and I would be even happy to find or help them match them with a studio that works better for them. But when it comes down to it, am I going to sacrifice my policies that I have created for a lot of different reasons for one client who just does not fit in that's gonna possibly really throw a wrench in my other client's schedules or the way I can perform for them or the customer satisfaction in general. Like, no, it's not worth changing everything up for one person who doesn't fit into the group. They would be much better served going to somewhere else that has the policies already in place that they are going to jive with. And it's an act of love to really match that client with that studio versus trying to be everything to everyone and having it eventually blow up in your face. So. <laughs> 
this actually can really be a serious, serious mistake. So this is something heed this warning. Not researching about legalities or getting insurance. You will need to obtain a business license. Depending on your laws, you will need to get approval from a health inspector. You also need to get insured to be able to run your business legally. And you cannot get insurance without having the health inspector. You can't also really be running a legitimate business without getting your business license. So make sure you have all these things in place. Not only that, make sure that you are, and this ties in with your insurance because you cannot be insured for these services in a lot of different ways it, unless you do consent forms. So consent forms or liability waivers are really big because especially if we're dealing with eyes, right? Things can happen that are not your fault, but it would be a real mistake if you didn't cover yourself. So for example, someone could reach up and whack your tweezer and stab themselves in the eye. You want to be prepared for all these weird random things that could happen to you because it's really not worth ruining your life over it. Especially if you have any assets already, like if you own your own house, etc. in Canada, and I'll link this below, you can talk to business registries and they'll give you some insight about it. But basically you can mitigate your risk and insulate yourself from possibly being sued, etc. You still can be held liable for negligent things. Um, so make sure that you are doing your training properly, getting certified and maintaining your insurance and doing those waivers that you need to be doing. And also, so if you're a more established artist and you're going to be hiring on other artists, another thing that would be a mistake in my opinion is not to have an employment contract that is very, very detailed. When things aren't detailed, then misunderstandings happen. And clarity creates the basis of a good relationship. So an employment contract or for a chair rental contract is going to be essential for you to make sure that Everyone knows what their responsibilities are and you're also protected legally in the case that something goes wrong in that instance. There are some pieces of advice that I have, even if you're going after a low price point, like, so I would say lower price point is anything 60 to $70 and under really realistically for a lash lift. That is a low price point product. Please, please, please avoid Amazon products. They're usually products that are gonna lead you into trouble. The supplier might not be from North America, which means you won't be covered by insurance because to be covered under your insurance, you need to have a North American supplier. And also sometimes the integrity of those products is like a little bit suspect, especially if it's not from a really well-known distributor, which most suppliers of professional products like that are not supplying through Amazon just because of lots of different factors they will have their own professional product supply at all costs avoid the amazon there's lots of alternative solutions that are just a little bit more expensive but will still be safe for your clients and somewhat consistent and also insurable so when you are looking at those in more inexpensive products try to look for products that are either single use so an individual packet or also in a airtight pump so that's just a little tip for you guys it's such a small, simple little piece of advice, but if you are looking at being a lash extension artist and you are serious about this, please, please, please go, even if you need to travel, take a vacation, go to a bigger city and research an artist that you want to model or the instructor that you're gonna take the course with 
That is always the best way in my opinion and develop a relationship with them as a client and really take notes on your experience, take notes on the aftercare instruction and those are the valuable things that you will learn by on the other side of the service that you actually won't necessarily learn by taking the course as thoroughly because you will never learn something as thoroughly from someone telling you it, then you actually experiencing it, internalizing that experience and practicing and living that experience. So please, 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 if you are trying to be a lash artist and if you are serious about it, you're planning on investing your hard earned money, please take a second, have the services, get the experience from a customer perspective and trust me, it is going to pay you back in spades. It is definitely something that you cannot learn from not going through it yourself. Even the way it feels to have someone apply lashes to you and things that feel good, things that don't feel good, you will know this when you are applying them on a human head. Your client will give you some feedback, but there's nothing that is the same. You will never have the same experience as if you were actually having it done yourself. How long has a ring trainer been in the industry? This is a double-edged sword because I find it's, you can be in the industry for eight years and do like one set of lashes a month or a year even. You can be in the industry for three years. You can do, be doing 12 hour days back to back, slamming out clients who are happy with five-star ratings and having a really successful studio. And those are two different things. So please make sure you research your educator just because they have a really good Instagram does not mean that they are going to be a really good educator. So please look behind the Instagram, check out the reviews of their studio, check out um, who this person is in the background, sometimes even book in a service with them just to see like kind of what they're like. Having a teacher or an instructor that is also still in the industry is really important. The longer you are out of the industry, the more out of touch you get with product lines and clientele and artistry. So it's really important to stay fresh with those things. So find someone who's still in the trenches and killing it and they will be able to show you too. You might want to meet them. Note that if you are picking a good trainer, they are going to be busy. They're going to be booked and busy. Their time is very valuable, but they are going to be also excited to talk to you, meet you and address all your concerns. So if they don't get back to you right away, it's probably not the worst sign. It doesn't mean that they are not interested in helping you, but I think within 24 hours is a good guideline because you do want to have that support after when you are in the course. So that's a great way to kind of just like gauge how responsive they are going to be with you and your concerns. Your role and your goal in a saturated marketplace is to know what makes your service a no-brainer for the right customer for your business. You do that first by knowing who they are, what their problem is, and how to solve it. Also by trusting yourself. What do you like? What do you stand out at? What are you good at? These are the things that are going to really excel for you, make you stand out. The truth is there really is no market saturation because when you look down to it, if you are uniquely operating as yourself and providing a unique service, 
and really being true to yourself, then no one else can compete with you and no one else can really be you or replace you because they will do things differently. They will be different. They will like different things. They will excel in different things. Every single thing cannot be the same. We're not robots. Um, so people will go to the people they like and identify with and who provide the little nuances that they really identify with as a customer. So my suggestion would be to just be yourself because in the end, if you build your reputation and your business and your clientele on something that is a lie and something that isn't you and something you don't identify with, then it's gonna make you miserable. And eventually you are going to hate the thing that you loved, lash extensions, and you are going to burn out and you are going to have a crisis of identity in your business. Now that we are so used to digital media and learning and communicating through Zoom and stuff like that, we actually have opened up that where you don't need to physically be together if you have that lifeline. So in the courses that I had done after that, like there's always a component of ongoing communication with your instructor, but it's not the same as in our live virtual training. Basically like the Shelby right now who's going through it, she has full access to me. So she's DMing me whenever we're voice noting back and forth. We're sending videos back and forth. If she wants a customized training video, I'm doing it within 24 hours for her. And we are working on every little problem that she's coming up with, every hiccup in her studio. She's setting up a new studio in Crawford Bay, BC. And this is the same kind of knowledge that I can bring to you guys through the live virtual training. And basically move in with you guys virtually and really be with you every step of the way. We can work on the problems that come up as you see them. We can go through the course at your pace. And so nothing is skipped over. You do not develop bad habits because you're rushed in a two day course and you don't have someone who's consistently following up with you afterwards. And you also have a lot of added motivation because I'm so excited about this program and seeing my students succeed. And I also love talking to people about lashes. So this is all something that's really exciting to me because I wanna see people succeed and help people succeed. But also it's great because I can give you the same experience that I had that made me so successful and do it from anywhere. Also, without having to disappoint anyone with an in-person class when we have to reschedule because you're sick or something like that. And let's face it, gas and traveling is expensive now and hard, so that really helps to have that mentorship and that training brought to you instead of you having to go to it. Some people are being overworked for sure working long late hours and you can sustain this in the short term, but over a long period of time, this is just gonna burn you out. So my biggest suggestion is if you are exhausted, if you're having a hard time keeping up, if you feel like you're getting a little crusty on the outside, you might need to raise your prices. And this is going to help you in a couple different ways. We all hate doing this, but the fact is you only have two hands in 24 hours in a day. And what happens in a studio is once you get really busy, the demand for your services becomes sometimes overwhelming. And a lot of the times we don't see the implications of like what's happening on our books until we do our year end. Lots of the times this means that you're doing a great job with other areas that are probably adding more expense to your business and you usually don't see this effect until like about a year later. So it's a really good indication in your business that if you are overbooked, if you're just like way too busy, 
your current pricing might be a little bit low and so you might need to bump that up just a little bit and if you don't you're just gonna burn out and you're gonna end up alienating clients or just wanting to quit altogether so there is no benefit to staying in a burned out position and not being there for your clients in the long run and when you are providing that better service then you do deserve to have a little bump up in rates and what will happen is some people might go somewhere else and that's just how it is like you only have a limited amount of time what you'll be left with is your core clientele the people who are really jiving with your business and you'll be given a little bit of extra time for work-life balance Again, I can't speak for all heat-based lash lifts that are like keratin-based, but ours for sure is theoglycate-free, paraben-free, and ammonia-free, which is a, covers a lot of the top irritants from traditional chemical-based lash lifts, like the ones that we all originally started on that are so popular still out there. And I would just encourage you to really look into this and decide, are you willing to sacrifice your health in this way? Or is cutting down on the service time by like one or two minutes really that much more important if you potentially have to redo it or burn your customers' lashes and brows and they have to have them regrow for three months before they're back to normal? In my opinion, no, especially like if you're running a salon, just having the chance of having an employee having a bad day, forgetting their timer and then them ruining your clients lashes or brows and then having that three month period of everyone asking them what happened to your brows that bad word of mouth it's just not worth it to me personally um also when i'm doing these services i just want to know that i am increasing the health of my client's hair and so there's not a uh, something that's going to happen over time like where for instance they go to use their lash curler and their lashes are a little crispy or just dry from getting so many chemical lifts back to back and they start to have breakage or damage we don't need to deal with these things anymore because science so <laughs> we also don't need to expose ourselves to more cancerous chemicals than we needed to before so all these different reasons i think it's a no-brainer switch to a heated lash lift it doesn't have to be ours but we will put a link below for you to check it out and there's a couple different on the market i'm sure right now and just do your research make sure that they are they're going to be the right things for you if you have any other questions or you want to pick my brain about lash lift or lashes i would love to talk to you if you're new to this industry and you need some guidance just shoot me a dm my instagram is at elevatelash.ca and my name is jenna the owner of elevate in nelson bc and thanks so much for joining me today love this episode head over to itunes to subscribe rate and leave a review don't forget to join us next week for another episode. Thanks for listening.